0: hello and welcome back to walk the cinema podcast today is our final episode of our halloween month and since it is halloween we're going to be talking about the nightmare before christmas but first a word from our sponsor
1: and it's finally halloween happy halloween everybody
0: yeah happy halloween
1: i hope you get all the candy you ever wanted but what we do for halloween instead of Getting Candy, we watched this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. And we watched it a little bit earlier this year so that we could have this episode out. But it's one of my favorite holiday movies. It's one of my favorite movies, period. One of my favorite Disney movies. It's just a really great film to watch.
1: It's an exceptional musical. And it really sets you in the mood for, I guess, October all the way to December. Mm-hmm. Some people will argue this is a Christmas movie or it's an Halloween movie. I've seen people that worked on this, like like songwriters that think this is a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. and it was made with that intention. So I also tend to believe that.
0: Yeah, I always see it as a Halloween movie. I have very fond memories of this, watching Disney Channel. And as soon as this song plays during the commercial breaks or, you know, just during the downtime of, of of Disney shows... Uh, I knew that my favorite season was here, and it was just such a, a joyous time. I remember loving watching This Is Halloween all the time. It would mm-hmm. always play on Disney Channel. Such
1: a great opener for the film, too.
0: Yeah. It really sets the tone. It's a banger. It's really good. And I think it just it it sets a tone not only for the movie itself but then also for the incredible music that the great Danny Elfman yeah made
1: this had no right being this good like these <laughs> songs are beyond the film they're just you can put them on the radio or in your Spotify yeah. Halloween list and you don't even need to watch the movie to appreciate these songs they're so good mm-hmm. that they became essential for Halloween time
0: yeah, because I mean this is Halloween is like kind of iconic. It it brings out a lot of different voices of different monsters and they're all u- kind of unique and 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 it also introduces this character Jack Skellington. He's the king of the pumpkin patch. He's the pumpkin king and he's kind of Halloween Town's savior hmm Or hero, They love him. He's not the mayor. No. But he is the person that's kind of like runs the town.
1: Because the mayor can't do it on his own.
0: Yeah. He's mm-hmm. only an elected official.
1: Yeah. How can he be yeah. trusted to make decisions? Yeah.
0: And I think that what this movie has going for it a lot is the characterization of everything. The characters look really cool. And they're all yeah. unique. And I think that you know claymation itself kind of lends itself to that where you have really interesting character design but especially with this with the monsters you have like kind of the stereotypical monsters right you have like the devil there's a devil character there's ghosts yeah there's ghosts there's vampires but then you have these like other characters that are purely created for this movie, I And mean, even the ones like,
1: that have inspiration, like the Doctor Frankenstein type character. Yeah, he's not a human, and he, he, he just—they made him very unique and recognizable.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, kind of with Sally, like she is like the Frankenstein's monster, but instead of you know being like, body parts, she's essentially. Like a rag doll yeah, with leaves. She's
1: really cool looking. Yeah. I and think I love she her. might be my favorite character.
0: I like her and I really enjoy there's one character that's like a, a mud monster mm. and you see like the mud dripping off of the character in the in I also the movie. like the
1: idea behind the mayor of the switching mm. f- expressions. Yeah. And the boogeyman. The scenes with mm. the boogeyman are really cool. Oogie Boogie, and he might, yeah, Oogie Boogie might not look super special at a first glance because he's like a rucksack. Mm-hmm. But once you get more details of him, he's also really cool.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And then we have Jack Skellington. Where you first meet him, he he's got like the pumpkin head on, and then his, he he dump he like sets himself on fire, jumps into the green acid green vat. And he comes out, and he's a skeleton, a skeleton. And what an icon! And you get this story of of a character that is really good at what he does, but he does it the same every single year. Yeah. And he gets tired of it. He has this whole existential crisis. Yeah. Of of he he would give it all up because. It's just not fulfilling to him anymore.
1: Yeah, especially when he finds this new concept mm-hmm. of Christmas, of joy and fun and snow. He, he becomes obsessed with it, which is the movie, mm-hmm. right? The movie's him trying to take over Christmas. Not as like the Grinchwood, mm-hmm. where it's like he wants to destroy it. Jack doesn't want to destroy Christmas. He just wants to make it as best as possible mm-hmm. with him in the center.
0: Yeah. And he wants to be able to do all this and he has this idea but he's making all of these characters do something that's kind of outside of their even thinking. It's kind of like yeah, making a, a fish climb a tree.
1: They they don't realize what anything means.
0: Yeah. And they're they're trying to do what what Jack is telling them, but they they, they end up doing it wrong, making it scary, which works for Halloween.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: they make Halloween
1: fun. They think everything is scary, though. Yeah. Like they, they think of Santa Claus as Sandy Claus because mm-hmm. they can't imagine a, f- a fun loving, jolly old man. So mm-hmm. they make him like this monster with claws and which is not. But they can't imagine him not being also a monster.
0: Yeah, because it's different. It's just not within their realm you know and they have like different realms like i i like the idea of having all of these different holidays that have different worlds and you have christmas town or christmas land and then you have there's the giant turkey for thanksgiving we see the
1: easter bunny or just a bunny bunny. i guess i'm not sure if he's the major one
0: i think he well yeah i think he is the easter bunny okay you know in in the movie at least but they scare him, you know, because <laughs> he gets he gets kidnapped by Shock Lock and Barrel, which are interesting characters themselves. Which I'm sure, if you've seen the movie, you know, like the the idea behind them that they're all their children that died in like kind of horrific ways. Mm-hmm. where one drowned, one was shocked to death, and I don't one froze to death. Maybe I don't remember what the other one was, but it was like one. They all died in kind of, like, tragic ways.
1: Really sad. And their sad. character
0: designs are, like, reminiscent of, of like, the way that I love that
1: about this director, because he went on to make Coraline, mm-hmm. which is also, like, a spooky animated film. And yeah. that one's even scarier. Like, he really pushed it with that for, like, a kid's movie. Yeah. And he just has these ideas. They're really dark. And he could be making horror movies. Like, it's not that hard when you have the talent and you have the money behind you to make a horror movie but he makes these animated movies that are not horror movies they are targeted towards kids yeah for the most part but they're still so dark in their essence yeah and i just i just love his darker work
0: yeah they're they're really fun movies to watch even if they are a little creepy this one's less so than Coraline, very much i would say yeah
1: this one's not creepy
0: this one's more just you have the the horror elements Mm -hmm. i guess or you you see like characters with with not like a full-on axe in their head and that's the character design
1: yeah i could see the character design like making you a little scared as a kid mm -hmm. if you haven't seen the movie right because sometimes we're kids we see images and we see them a lot, like it could be on the Disney Channel, mm-hmm. but without seeing the full movie, we just create these ideas of what the characters look like. And I could see this haunting my nightmares mm-hmm. if I was younger and like misinterpreted what mm-hmm. the characters are. Well, you watch the, the movie and it's a musical.
0: Yeah. And the music is just beautiful.
1: No, but musicals can be scary. Yeah. Just in general. Like yeah. we're, we're talking about cats.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: it's the only one you can name. <laughs> it's the only scary musical I can think of
0: but the this musical in particular is just so beautiful like beyond this is Halloween you have like Jack's Lament and Sally's song and I they're beautiful songs in and of itself but then like throughout the movie they are they become like the themes of the character mm-hmm. kind of and you hear, Like, iterations of both of those songs kind of throughout the film.
1: It's super well balanced. Yeah. Because not only are, like, the song's good and then they represent the themes, but the visuals are also there. Like, they don't slack on that behalf. Like, the Hoogie Boogie song, Mm -hmm. where the song's good and then he's in this layer Like, his cave or whatever, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, and it's like a a casino that's neon lit.
1: And it it also sets him up to be the villain. Yeah. So it does everything good. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't slack on any any element of filmmaking to make another one better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And with Oogie Boogie, it's so... I I don't know. I love the lore of this movie. I love (laughs) thinking about it. I remember, you know, being a kid watching this every single halloween multiple times because it would always you know play but um i also had the vhs but unfortunately our vcr ate the tape and destroyed it and i was too scared to tell my mom (laughs) about it because i thought i'd get yelled at and um i ended up not having it anymore after a certain time so but um i remember just Being like, this would be such a cool place to go to. Mm -hmm. And then I found Kingdom Hearts. And there's a level in Kingdom Hearts where you can play in uh, Halloween Town. And you can, like, explore Halloween Town. And I just thought that was so cool because I was like, oh my gosh, I can, like, go through the town and go to Oogie Boogie's house and yada blada. And it's so fun. And it just made my heart happy.
1: Yeah. Just looking at the movie. It would make me happy like even without the sound without the music if you're Mm -hmm. just watching it on mute it would still be interesting enough to watch on mute because i've been you know family christmases and just that type of meeting with the family where the tv's on but everyone's talking so you can't really hear yeah and there's movies that you you just like get bored of like home alone Mm, like home alone just playing in the background is not fun yeah. Like, without being able to like, fully hear the story and all that. But this just playing in the background would be fun. And yeah. not just because it's animated, but because of the way that it is animated. The claymation really is timeless. This movie feels older and newer at the same time. Yeah. Like, it feels like it should already exist because it's so good. How has no one made it?
0: Yeah, and I think it, it does a good job at, like, kind of solidifying these characters as Halloween characters. Like, Jack Skellington is a halloween character sally is a halloween character and these didn't really exist before this movie you know yeah they just you know now they're now they're a part of like pop culture yeah and then and in pop culture they live because I, i i think of a blink 182 song i miss you and It says we can live like Jack and Sally, which refers to
1: this. (laughs) It also (laughs) lives in pop culture because this is an absolute cash cow for Disney. Yes, it is. There's so many items and stores of this. We even have two squishmallows. Yeah. Which is like the only merch we have of a big movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And they were a gift because obviously my birthday is in October. It's a week, essentially a week before Halloween. I've always loved Halloween. Um, I've always loved, you know, this movie. It's always this has always been uh, such a cozy time for me. Yeah,
1: like it it's... really is cozy. Like sit in mm-hmm. the couch. It's a little cold outside. You put on Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, it's October.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It really just sets the mood for us, and I would imagine a lot of people, and you know, seeing it in every store, seeing stickers and T-shirts and plushies, like. I guess your brain starts connecting it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's bigger than that. It's bigger than a marketing machine.
0: I mean, it definitely, it definitely is, and I think because of it's, it's now kind of a holiday classic. It goes beyond even Disney. Mm. You know what I mean? Where it's like not necess- Like I don't think of it, even though I know it's a Disney movie. I don't, or at least Disney distributed it, um, or it's a Disney channel, or Disney production, I still don't think about it as a Disney movie, Mm. you know?
1: Yeah, which very few movies do. Even, like, great ones, like, you think Lion King or Beauty and the Beast, they're great, but you know they're Disney movies, and they feel like Disney movies. And if that's bad, it's up to you. I don't care either way. Yeah. But this one feels like its own entity outside of studio boundaries. Outside of even like genre boundaries. People that only watch horror movies for October like I do will watch this. Even though technically it's not a horror movie. Mm-hmm. People that don't like musicals like this. People that don't watch animation because it's for kids. They will watch this. Some people will. Of course Some people are stuck in the animation is for kids mentality, but... Not that this isn't. It was made for kids, but it doesn't make it any less good or timeless.
0: Yeah, and I think it's more, like, family-friendly, you know? Like, it's good for the whole family, not just for children.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like it's catering for little toddlers. I felt completely fine following it as a story, as a movie, and I... Hold it highly. It's it'll be in the top of my list of animations, top of my list of musicals, even maybe top of all time. Mm-hmm. Not near the top, but if it's a top hundred, it could sneak in. The nineties or the eighties. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I don't know where this would fall on my list of top ten, but it's definitely high up there because I love it so much, and it's just it brings such nostalgia to me, and even. You know, I watched this as a kid, but then as you know, I got to be like a, a, a preteen and, and, you know, early teenager. Um, the There was a, essentially, a cover album of the, all the songs on the soundtrack called Nightmare Revisited, and it came out in 2008, and it had um, artists like... Marilyn Manson (laughs) and, like, the All-American Rejects sing songs from from the movie and have it on this uh, album. And that was, like, I think that that really solidified, well, I mean, not that that solidified it, but it had kind of turned into, like, a Hot Topic genre, like, film, Mm. you know, where the kids that frequented Hot Topic had always had like some type of merch from from this movie but uh, my favorite song off that album is I love Sally's song so much I think it's so pretty and dynamic and Amy Lee from Evanescence does that song on Nightmare Visited and I love her voice so much on it so
1: (laughs) yeah these songs are endlessly replayable outside of the movie they're just things that if they are on the radio, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't think, oh, this is a soundtrack or this is from a movie. No, it's a song that's good and it's about Halloween. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a good mentality when writing this type of thing. And that's what makes it even more timeless besides the claymation looking great. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't need to use any effects or anything like that that would, like, put it in a certain time frame, like Toy Story. Which, Toy Story is great, but it's aged. And this has not aged a second in any realm and that's why I gave it a 9 out of 10.
0: I also gave it a 9 out of 10 and I always struggle with like whether I should give this a 10 out of 10 because I love it so much but there's always something holding me back from it. I don't really know what it is but I love this movie. It's it's timeless. I think I'll probably watch this Until the day I die, you know? And... You know,
1: yell at the people in the retirement home to put this on because it's Halloween.
0: exactly. Tell them to to shut up, you know, because I'm (laughs) trying to watch it. (laughs) It's it's great. I know all of my friends love this movie.
1: My friends probably don't.
0: Yeah, that's... But they should. (laughs) I just think it's pretty... It's a pretty classic movie, and... I feel like it jump-started a lot of of different claymation movies that have the similar kind of vibe. Like, we talked about Coraline. I feel like Coraline wouldn't have been made had this not done so well mm. because it did kind of... Disney was worried that this movie was going to be too scary
1: it's risky. for
0: kids. And I think that it, with its success, it kind of proved that kids don't necessarily they're not necessarily scared of mm-hmm. scary imagery as long as it's portrayed in right yeah that's know. what i
1: said if, if you see the movie they're not scary yeah if you see the like the the character po- design a, like a poster or like a sticker or a t-shirt and it's just
0: a skeleton a
1: skeleton it's like oh it's gonna get me
0: yeah but i think it did uh, i think it did kind of jumpstart that like this is something that Kids would be interested in. Mm-hmm. So then we get things like The Corpse Bride and.
1: Yeah, Corpse Bride and... is like super highly rated by a lot of people. Tim Burton. Yeah. yeah, got Frank and Weenie.
0: Yeah, Frank and Weenie.
1: We got, uh, I guess, Paranorman. Monster House, Paranorman. There's a lot of like horror themed kids' movies. I don't think any of them really touch this except maybe Coraline. Mm. Coraline's a lot heavier mm-hmm. than this is. I think it's yeah. a lot deeper than this is. But this is near perfect in everything it tries to achieve.
0: Agreed. But I think that that's all for this episode. So don't forget to like, subscribe, leave us a comment. And if you're listening to us on a podcasting platform, go ahead and rate us if you'd like. And we will see you next time.